Well, I'm not preaching today, but <laughs> I will be reading the scripture this morning from Philippians 4, verse 4 through 9. 
Philippians 4, 4 through 9. If you would stand with me, please. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be devoted to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition their thanksgiving presence, your request to God. And all the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lowly, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about each things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Thank you. You may be seated. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. I've got another one of my bodyguards up here to take care of me, and he's going to lead us in the Lord's Prayer. So let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you, dear Lord, for the scripture that Sheila read for us this morning. Help us, dear Lord, to put that in effect in every day of our lives, that we grow in uncertain times, that when we have difficult times in our life, dear Lord, we do not allow those things to control us, but we allow those things to help us to become a much better Christian. Now help us now, dear Lord, as we pray, as you taught your disciples to pray. Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For now is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let's give you a big round of applause. Enjoyed so much Nick's Sunday school class this morning. Sheila and I got to hear about five minutes out in the car and then came in. Good crowd that was there. I, I think that Sunday school lesson was one of the best ever. And uh, good conversation and everything went so well. We want to talk to you a few moments this morning upon truths to remember in uncertain times. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation by prayer and petition... With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. I believe we all can agree this morning, we've all had uncertain times in our lives. Amen? Amen. When we just don't understand. Since I've been home some uh, in the mornings, I've been watching the local and national news. And I want to share it with you. If you're in a good mood, watch out. Because within 10 or 15 minutes, uncertain times will be all around about you, won't you? Hear all these things that are going on in the world. The other day I heard, I saw it on the screen, gas was $4.36 in California. And I thought to myself, Lord, if it ever gets here, we're just going to have to walk, aren't we? What are we going to do? All these things that you hear that destroy your love for what's going on in the world, it's so uncertain that you wonder if we'll ever be able to make it through. Will we ever be able to pull together what we need in our lives. Well, I figured out this past week, I now do not watch world news in the morning. I do not watch the local news in the morning. I turn it over to Sports Center, and that gets me in a much better mood than watching all those other things in life. 
So many times we see these uncertain times, like with grief that we had this morning in Sunday school class. These uncertain times come into our lives and we wonder what to do with them. We wonder how that we will be able to overcome those things and move forward in our lives. As a church family, it seems like we've had a lot of uncertain times lately, haven't we? A lot of things that have went on in the past year. I believe we could write a book, couldn't we? Of all the things that's happened that we've been through, health and different situations. One of the great things that kept Sheila and I so much wanting to come back to church when we got back home, even the doctor said, you need to wait a little bit longer. But I was so proud of how our church pulled together, weren't you? How that, and at uncertain times, we realized something. And I want you to know this. Your church is more than the preacher. Your church is more than just a few people. In uncertain times, we realize it takes what? All of us working together for God's greatness. Because in those uncertain times, let me tell you, the devil likes you to question God. The devil likes for you to question, God, why is this a part of my life? Why do I have to deal with these things in my life? That's where the devil wants you to be. I want you to know today the old devil wants you to live a defeated life, doesn't he? He doesn't want you happy. He doesn't want you to be able to say there's not a ripple in the water. I used to love when Joe Goodman would say that. Everything is smooth. Everything is great. The devil don't like it when you're there. The devil tests you, doesn't he? He puts things in your life that wants to be there to help you to say, Lord, I just don't know. Lord, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to overcome that in our life. He had Paul, as you think about it, in the scripture that we looked at this morning. Paul was in prison. Now, I don't know about any of the rest of you. I don't, would not like being in prison. Amen? It's not a very comfortable place. I mean, in those days, it was some dark, deep place that they put you. Mildewed and smelled and everybody was in there together. And here's Paul writing and saying, even though that I'm in this terrible spot in my life, I know that God has this under control. <laughs> Folks, that's what we need to say every day, isn't it? No matter what uncertainty is there, and no matter how difficult that situation may be, I truly believe today, and you're going to give me an amen on this, I truly believe today that God never leaves us or never forsakes us. Amen? amen. He is with us every day. When things are good and when things are bad, He is there for us to give us things. I've always leaned upon and leaned upon it pretty heavy in the last few months. God will never give you more than you can bear. Sometimes you think you're right there, right? You're right ready to jump ship and uh, walk the plank and you're at the end of that plank and you're going to have to jump in. But God is with you to grab you right at that moment that you need Him. So what do we learn in uncertain times? First of all, he is the God who is my personal God. My God. My God. Praise be to God. God wants as many to be in heaven as, as all of us together, right? We sing that song, all of us to be together in heaven some sweet day. Well, that's good, but I want you to know something else. He's not everybody's God. He's your God. He is with you in everything that you face Whatever that uncertain time is in your life. We need to declare with all a high of our voices. 
that he is my God. And my God will take care of me no matter what goes on in life. I heard a story many years ago about a young lady that was in college. And she had a night class and had to walk back to her dorm. She didn't have a flashlight or anything with her. So she was walking in the dark and trying to get back over to where her uh, room was, her room there at the college. And as she was walking, somebody came up from behind her and pushed her to the ground. Now, I'm not sure exactly what that person had in mind to do, but I'm sure it was up to no good, right? And as she was laying there flat of her back, wondering what to do, you know what she said? Get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. I would want to say, my God has this. My God is not going to allow you to hurt me. I believe a lot of folks today carry, the, they carry their guns and certain things. We definitely did while we were in Nashville, let me tell you. But also, we have to realize that not only do you have those things, but you have something more powerful than that, don't you? He is my God. My God is there with me. My God is giving me what I need in my life to be stronger. He is my God, and my God will deliver me. Also, he is the God who promises shall. He shall. You know, uh, in society today, there's a lot of things that you just can't hang your hat on, can you? We're a wishy-washy society, aren't we? One day this way, one day the other way. You look. A lot of you are around my age. I'm sure you're in a lot better health than I am, but a lot of you are around my age. Isn't it amazing how things have changed during our lifetime? Isn't it amazing? The things that you see on TV. She and I was watching television the other night. And I looked at her and I said, Honey, turn. Oh, my goodness. I don't want anybody to see it. I don't want me to see it. We have allowed society to dictate what we look at. And if you disagree, what? Then you're bad. You're a terrible person. And if you stand up for what is right and you say for what is right, then somebody, something is going to happen. I pray for our teachers every day, don't you all? Because they're in a catch-22, aren't they? They know what God wants them to say. They know how God wants them to conduct everything in their classrooms. But they also know... In society today, you have to watch what you say or all of a sudden, 25 years of teaching or 20 years of working on your job or whatever that may be, one word can cause what? All of those things to happen. But my God says what? He shall. He's not going to leave you. He will be there with you each and every step of your life. He will not get behind you. But my God is there for me to deliver me whatever situation I may be in. When I was coaching Heather, and Sheila was my assistant coach over at uh, Metcalf County, coached middle school softball and high school softball, and Coach, I, coach O and I did a lot of discussion about this when I was able to be over and see him. But I loved coaching softball. It was fun. I even got along with the parents, which was Simply amazing, and we got everything together. We was playing in a tournament one time, and we had just played this team, and Heather had a good night. She had about five or six hits, and 
she'd struck out just about everybody on their team, and we got, had to face them again in the tournament. Well, first time Heather got at the bat, the pitcher threw a pitch inside and hit, hit her right on the side. And, of course, Daddy Coach Paul runs up to see if she's okay, and it's got Rawlings written on the side of her, or on her side for where she was hit so hard. She ran down the first base, and there was a guy over, uh, over the fence over there looking in, and he started yelling at Heather as she was running to first and saying some words, some cuss words that I can't say here at church. And she made it all the way down to first base. Well, I just walked back to the dugout. Sheila says, stay over here. Don't say nothing. Let it go. I said, okay. And I prayed to God, God, let it go. Let, let it be. But I think sometimes God says, I shall, I am with you. But he also wants us to learn, doesn't he? He wants us to learn he is there. He is there with us in uncertain times. And Heather got back at the bat. Bless her heart. Girl threw it inside again. She had Rawlings here. She had Rawlings here. And the tears started falling down from her face just a little bit. And she started running to first base. And that guy started the same thing again. This time it wasn't Sheila Mills holding me back. I was walking right over there. And I knew something. You ever been to a point where you just knew you was going to say what you didn't need to say? You were going to lose your cool and there was nobody that could stop you. Well, I think the umpire understood that too. Because on the way over there, that pitcher was thrown out of the game. Their coach was thrown out of the game. And that guy behind the fence was told to leave the park. I've often looked back at that and said, by only the grace of God, we made it through that, right? Only by the grace of God. Because I might have been calling some of you all and saying, well, the preacher needs some help. And he, need, he needs somebody to come and get him. But God shall, right, know what to do. And when you need him most. Also, he is the God who provides. Shall supply. You know, we have so many people in the, day, in the world today that can help you. Don't you? If you have financial situation, you have billionaires... They can give you money. If you need therapy, there's therapists that can help you be able to overcome those things in your life. But one of the big things is, is that they can help you. Will they help you, right? Will they help you? If every billionaire took care of everybody's problems, that'd be great. But most of the time, when you're a billionaire, and I don't not talking to any of the rest of you, folks. You wouldn't know, and definitely we wouldn't know. But I would think when you're a billionaire, you're set. You know what a billionaire wants? Another billion. And they don't help anybody. We have a God that gives what? Everything. We have a God that says, I shall supply. I will give you everything that I have. He even gave, are you ready for this? You've heard it before. He even gave his what? Only begotten son that's he shall right he he gave you everything not only did he say that he was going to do it but what he did it so often as christians we see that rather all around us don't we we have people that promise us different things say they're going to do different things one of the things i loved all my nurses they were great in the hospital but she and i figured out something when my nurse would leave, and they would say they'd be back in a minute, 
You know what a minute in nurse times means? About an hour, hour and a half, so on and so forth. I learned that. I learned a lesson that when they said that, it was going to be a while. And when they came back quicker, it was a surprise, right? But in society, we have a lot of folks like that. I love it when I invite somebody out to church. They say what? Yes, preacher, I'll be there. No problem. What do they usually say? I, what? Will do my best. Or, what? If something else, don't come up. We as Christians need to realize that God has a plan for you. And He wants to share that with you. He wants to give you what you need in your life where you're able to overcome those things. I believe we all can agree, if you go home today and you sit in your most comfortable place, Everybody here could have a pity party, right? Everybody here could sit and say, Oh, Lord, what, have I, what am I going to do? How am I going to be able to make it? What's going to go on in my life? But I truly believe God says, Don't do that. Know that I am here with you. I am going to give you what you need in your life. And I am going to help you to become stronger. He is the God who provides, shall provide. God says to us, He is powerful. He is all you need. He is all you need. He is aware of every need and willing to be involved in meetings and the needs of your life. God knows everything about you. He is all you need. There will be other people that will tell you that you'll be better if you do this. You'll be better if you take this. You'll be better if you follow after this crowd. You'll be better if you do these type of things only god knows what's best for you right he is the one that wants to provide for you and give you what you need in your life and take it to god's will and truly believe that god knows what is best for you you have to be careful when i was in the hospital they would come in and she would be in there with me they had this chart and they would say mr bills What's your pain level? Just because I had a heart attack and transplant and was on all these things, one of the things that some of the nurses didn't realize, I could still hear, but everybody wanted to talk to me really, really loud. And they'd say, Mr. Bells, what's your pain level? And I would say, well, maybe a three or four. I I don't know. Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, Yes, I'm sure. Uh, Well, I really think that you need some pain medicine. And I would say, well, I don't really think so. And she'd just keep talking and talking and talking. And I'd look at Sheila and she says, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, sometimes we can get talked into stuff in this life, can't we? Yes. Stuff that we don't need to be talked into. Our kids today in society are dealing with so many things that we never had to deal with. And it's not only now in college or in high school or middle school, but I even see it in my work. Kids in elementary school being shown things that they shouldn't see, being treated in ways that they shouldn't be treated. But we have God there with us. He is all you need. He is what you need in your life to give you the strength and to give you the comfort and deliver you from whatever situation you have. And finally, He is the God who is uh, is with us every day. He is sort of like a parent to us, according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. 
One of the things I believe we all can agree on is when our kids are hurting, we're hurting too, aren't we? When our kids are going through situations in their lives, don't you just sort of feel like you're with them? And you feel every pain and every sorrow that they have. And even though they're trying their very best, you still see that worry. You still see that stress. You still see that situation in their life. And there's not a single person in here would say, Well, Brother Paul, I want bad things to happen to my kids. I want bad things to happen to my grandkids. I want bad things to happen to everybody in my family. No. What would we say? We want the very best for them, right? And I've said it, and you've said it before. I want my kids to have it better than what? Than I did. I want them to have those things. I want to teach them lessons. I want to let them know what it means to work for certain things in their life. But I also want to be there for them. Why? Because I love them. Because they mean so much to me. You've got to love your family. And you've got to be there with them. Well, guess what? All of us here are what? Sons and daughters of who? Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. God don't want you to be down. He don't want you to be out. God will treat you just like we want to treat our children. God is there with us, praying for us, giving us guidance and giving us direction and helping us in everything of our lives. This morning in Sunday school, as Nick led there, grief can bring you down. Grief can get you to a point where you wonder what to do. But what I have to, I've realized, and I hope every one of the rest of you here this will realize, tomorrow will come. You have to take every step of the way. And you have to know something. Praise be to God. God is with you today. Amen? Amen. But you know what? He's with you tomorrow. He's with you next week. He's with you the remainder of your life. And the God that brought you through difficult times before is what? The same God that will do it again. He'll never what? Never leave you. Never forsake you. And you know that God will deliver you and help you and guide you and direct you. Seems like here at our church we've had a lot of sickness, a lot of loss, a lot of different things that have happened to to people here at our church. But you know what? And I think we can say a big amen right now. Our church is stronger now than it's ever been before. And there's so many good things that are coming from that. As we grow with who? As we grow with God. And we allow God to give us what we need. You know, today, we need to look at God and say, God, I thank you for that. And I thank you today, dear Lord, that salvation is still available. Today, if God's knocked at your heart door, or maybe God's been talking to you all week long, and God says, I need to come into your heart and to your life, you have things that need to change. You have things in your life that you're not proud of, and I'm not proud of. Today, wouldn't it be great if somebody turned their heart and their life over to Christ and said, I want to allow Christ, even though I have uncertain things going on in my life, and even though I have difficulties that's going on in my life, 
Today I say, Lord, I'm turning it over to you. And I want to accept it. I want to believe it. And I want to confess it. And I want to make sure that heaven is my home. Whatever you want to talk to God about today. One of the great things about God is there's not a specific day that he sets aside to talk about salvation or situations that he goes on in your life. No matter what you need, God is always willing to listen. And God is always willing to provide. So this morning, the altar's open. If anyone would like to come and pray as we have our closing song. Join Lord.